This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. So the screen game is important, I think, because it really it, it makes those defensive guys like start to question what's going on. If they, you know, did they beat you on a pass rush? Chuck Noll always used to say, "You got to be a good actor. You got you got to be right. a good actor." Right. We need Oscar nominees, not uh, daytime th- Emmys. That's it. You know, Oscar. You, you got to let this guy somehow beat you. You know what I mean? And one of the things that'll happen is if you get the game right, where they run twists and stuff, you get guys going away. What I always used to love was being on the backside of a screen, the peel guy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's See, back right. in the day, pre Heinz Ward, it was glorified. You could earhole somebody. You catch somebody looking the other way, and kaboom. I mean, you just put the you put the whack on them, and it was great. Well, yeah, it was it was one of those like ah. Then you look over your left shoulder. Yes, <laughs> gone, gone. Drop the hammer on them. Eraser. There's <laughs> <laughs> always that pawoom. Yeah, know? exactly, or that thump <laughs> yes. type of sound. You know, Tunch always called it a Doppler hit. It's like the Doppler radar. It goes, you know, from one ear. Through the out and back, you know, and that's what that's what Chilich used to call it. It's a Doppler hit, man. Oh yeah, man. So yeah. It, screens to me are are one of the integral parts that I think could be, you know, you, if you could run anywhere from two to four screens, you know, well placed, timed screens, that can make a big difference in the game. Well, it, it does, especially when if the run game isn't going where where you want it to go, you know, then. Right. The screen is that pseudo run because you take all of the advantages that the defense has and you flip it on them, right? Because they pin their ears back. They want to get aggressive. They want to right. get upfield, and, and they just want to get to the quarterback. And then you throw this screen where it's like, oh, I got it. I got Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. And then you got to do like a whirly bird, and, and then you look like a whirling dervish running back for the ball after you were the guy that got screened on. So, I mean, it, it's it, it's one of those things. It's a good balance. You know, that, that that takes guys away from what they're trying to do. And it just changes up the flow. But like you said, it has to be well executed. you got to use it at least two to four times. One of the greatest screens I ever saw, and I was uh, I was second man out. Mike Webster was first man out. We're playing the Kansas City Chiefs at Three Rivers, right? Yeah. So I'm right behind Mike, and the ball is studded into the ground. You know how the quarterback misses. Yeah. It goes into the ground and everything like that, and it just bounces around. Well, I'm right behind him, and as we're running, we're at the numbers, past the numbers slightly, and he trips. You know how you catch your, your, oh, your cleats yeah. and oh, the artificial yeah. turf monster? And, it, and you go down. The Dorothy. The <laughs> he, Dorothy. The yes. heel clicks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He goes down. The great Mike Webster, he goes down right on his face. Face down, right? Just over him, as I'm looking, Neil Smith, the defensive end from the Chiefs, is sitting on his helmet on the sidelines. And he saw that, and he started laughing. <laughs> And he fell off his helmet. He was sitting on his oh, helmet. God. And Webby gets up. He was spitting mad. Oh, you know, he was pissed off. Yeah, that's the worst. Because oh, there's no. I've done it. Yeah, because there's no human to take out that frustration on. It's the ground. Right. It's the ground. But you, you, you're nobody else. Along, and and everybody's doing, seen it. Yeah, everybody's seen it. You know, plays dead. You're like, whoa. <laughs> You know, you face plant. And you face plant. Oh. And you just get up. Everybody's laughing. Everybody, you, you know, the entire world's looking at you, and you and you just you're just frustrated. You're just frustrated. Webby was so honked off. Uh, and I laugh because you know I have done that a couple of times. You, you catch yeah. 
that, well, that and, turf and, monster, man. And every once in a while, you happen, but pride won't let you happen. <laughs> let it happen. So you got to do something that right. just you're like you're trying Flail to flail about, fix your balance, and then it still happens anyways. And you just drawing more attention to yourself. As opposed to just just going down. Just take the L and just move on from it. No. <laughs> take the L. <laughs> All right, let's take the phone. Yes. I think we got some phone calls here. Jacob, what do we got, brother? We got Ed in Cleveland. Ed, welcome to the locker room, my friend. Hi, guys. How are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, you we got, got me? you. We got you. Come All on. right, hey, guys. You know, what a, what, what, a game, what a game for me, huh? Tonight, the Browns got eliminated yesterday, and... Uh, and uh, and now everybody in Cleveland is uh, uh, just a little bit depressed today, to say the least, you know. So what a way for the Pittsburgh Steelers to end Ben's career in Ed Hines Field is also to beat them. I got a hunch tonight, guys, that some of these guys are going out. You know, they got maybe, you know, booking their uh, Caribbean uh, cruises and, uh, you know, trips to Hawaii and all that kind of stuff th- this morning before the, before the game today. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping we're going to get this win tonight. But I don't like our future. I don't like to put my hands in the in, in the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, right. to, to come up with a playoff win. So this game means nothing tonight. Outside of uh, I told you guys weren't that good in, as a, as a Steelers fan in Cleveland. Uh, outside of that, and I just want to give you a, a memory of, of Ben that reminds me of Steelers and, and the town of Pittsburgh and everything is the game we played against Baltimore when Haloti Nato broke his nose. That game, that game yeah. to me sticks out as one of the tough guys of Ben and just, just the whole town of Pittsburgh and, and the hard-nosed people that, that live there. And, and that, that's one of my, my favorite memories. And I think to myself is, yeah, the guy just takes his fingers and, you know, kind of kind of pick, fixes his nose and then let, let's go back in the huddle and, and, and throw another touchdown. So that that's that's all I really got, guys. And you know, I'm I'm hoping for a huge win tonight, and uh, and we'll, we'll be rooting for the Steelers. Anything. One last thing I wanted to say, Max. I did watch you the other day. They uh, uh, when Ben uh, uh, passed the day after he passed, they did a special. They had uh, that uh, Arizona Super Bowl, that uh, 08 Super Bowl, they had on, on NFL Network. And I yeah. seen it. And I just kept thinking, you actually played a played a well game that game. I was actually totally impressed, man. I, I always liked you as a player, but I mean, I, you really played well that game. And I just wanted to let you know that I was out with COVID, so I didn't get a chance to call you guys. So, anyway, thanks and happy New Year and Merry Christmas. Uh, you guys have a good one, and we'll talk to you. All right, thanks, Ed. Right. We appreciate it. And and yeah, no, I mean, I, I appreciate the kudos. Yes, I definitely played with the torn LCL in yeah. that Super Bowl. Uh, and, and Bertram Barry, one of my good buddies now out in Arizona, I remind that? him how how well I blocked him. So <laughs> with a, with an LCL, yeah, yeah exactly. LCL. I, I was like, you know, you know, I had a torn leg, right? I, I was actually mummy wrapped under my uniform on on my right side. But uh, but no, I mean, like you said, that that Haloti game. I remember that game in, ba- in Baltimore, right? And yeah, it was it was one of those. It was such you know every Baltimore game back then was just so physical, so nasty. It was, it, you know, I, I don't want to say the word war because war is, is, is something that's reserved yeah. strictly for our armed forces. Our war fighters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was it was truly a, a, a match, a match of all matches yes. um, against them every time we played them. And, and, yeah, that moment when Haloti did it, I mean, we were all pissed at the offensive line, you know, and we were like, okay, we, we, we've got to do something. And we tried to double team the crap out of him the rest of that game. But yeah, seeing Ben go over there and then seeing the doc just readjust the nose, you know, it's bleeding right down and right. all down the front of his jersey. Um, 
it was one of those things. And then to come back out there and then play the way he did and score a touchdown, I mean, that just embodied it. But I think, you know, when you think of great AFC North matchups, you can't, you can't not include Ben uh, when you think about the history of oh, yeah. the Browns, the Bengals, and the Baltimore Ravens against the Steelers. It's Ben. And especially in those early 2000s, you know, when we played and when Carson Palmer was rocking, right, you know, before we actually got Joe Flacco, when we did get Joe Flacco in Baltimore and just the the seesaw battles that it was. Ben's first start, funny enough, you know, for I should say, first playing time came in the Baltimore game. So it's fitting that the last time potentially of playing time is going to be in Baltimore. Where he started with his first game. You know what's to play. so funny about that? When he started, it was this really sunny day in Baltimore, and I'd yeah. forgotten my sunblock. So I'm down on the sidelines, and I tan like a tomato. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, it's like <laughs> it's bad. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's go right to sunburn. So I'm there, and, and the reflection off the seats at, at M&T Bank uh, Stadium is huge, right? So Tunch and I fly back, and we got to do Fox Sports that night. Okay, so we fly back with the team. We go down. We got to do the, the the Fox Sports that night, and so I'm sitting there, and I'm on on the air, and and people looking at I'm beaming radiation. You know, what I mean, it's like oh, so yeah. red. People called in to ask if I was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Attack okay? Attack of the killer tomatoes. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Go, Is he okay? He looks like he's going down. He's going veg on us. He's going veg. <laughs> <laughs> He's not looking good. A little rough there. Yeah. No. I mean, and I remember that. That was my. That was our first away game. Oh. You guys, rookies, and we're, we're in Baltimore. You know, Tommy goes down. Yep. At, right at the end of the first half, and then Ben comes out in the second half, and he almost wins it for us. But then after that, I mean, you know, we went you guys on. Went on a streak. We went on a streak there, and you know, he he, he set the rookie win total record for yeah. most consecutive it was like wins. Fifteen straight wins or something. Or it was fourteen. I fourteen. Think. Well, I think. Four, fact, yeah. fact checking is always a good idea. When I'm yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we're looking at you, Jacob. That's <laughs> what that means. That's yeah, what that means. Exactly. When we go like, fact checking yeah, and then we just give like a little eye ninja. nod yeah, over there. Gives, look at the ninja. like Jacob. You have two screens. You can you can look it up for us. <laughs> You got two screens. One of them used to fact check about what we're yeah, talking exactly. about. Yeah, it, exactly. It is the fact checking. Make sure Max and Wolf are not idiots uh, screen, and then we have the caller screen. You know, I had to laugh because when Ben got his nose crunched, I'll never forget because I walked around. I was looking at it from the side. He's laying back on the bench, and you could see like a divot in his nose. I mean, oh, it was a divot, and it was it like was bent and off to and one it was side. Off yeah. to the left. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. From the side, there's a divot, and then. When you look at the front, it's off to the left. Yeah, like exactly. He's got a question mark on his face. Yeah. <laughs> That's Looking like the Riddler. Yeah. So, so I talk up to, to Billy and, and Tunch. You know, I says, you know, Ben's got a broken nose. And he's going, what do you mean a broken nose? I mean, they go, look, I got a boxing gym. I got a fighting gym, all right? That's yeah. a broken nose. I know a broken nose when I see it. He didn't broken get the nose. cartilage taken out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a flattened nose, yeah, man. Exactly. That's a, that's a banana nose, my goodness. Yeah, so. I, mean, I mean, but there's so many, like, you know, of those moments of, like, toughness, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that Ben's displayed. I mean, one time when he took that hit in the knee and then just got oh, back up. I mean, you know. San Diego? Yeah, San yeah. Diego game. He took that well, shot. Terrell Suggs. Remember when he held Suggs off with his left arm? Yeah. And wouldn't go down in, until he threw the ball? Yeah. And completed a pass? 
Yeah, I mean that, that was is, sensational. I mean, Doomerville, like like stiff arming him in the backfield. I mean, you know, it's just he he was that guy, especially early on. And this is why he held the ball so long. And you know, to my dismay, a right. lot of times I mean, <laughs> we yeah. as offensive linemen, one of the things that, that characterized Bradshaw's latter part of his career is that Terry would would um, pump the ball. You know, boom, boom. You know, when he was going through his progression, it was like he'd pat the ball. Yeah, and we're like going Terry. Just throw the ball. Yes, yeah, exactly. just throw it. You know, let's not go to pat number four. We don't right? need three pats. Yeah. We don't need three pats this time. No. It, it's a one pat go. Yeah. You know, in fact, don't even pat. Yeah. Can we just, just just think about it in your head and then throw at somebody it. and throw. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but that, but that's also what made what, what started the legend of Ben. You yeah. know, was those moments was right. holding the ball, waiting for that play to end up Hines, L, or you know, obviously, you know, A B later on in his right. Career. You know, Absolutely. but I mean, just all of a sudden, like, hey, 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 go, 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 boom, and just sling it downfield. And so it was something that created that mindset, you know, hold the ball four and a half, five seconds, but you're going to see something amazing. You know, you're going, you're never going to be out of it because Ben's going to create something. And that's what made it so special for him because he was a bigger quarterback. He was a quarterback built for the North. Uh, one that that could stiff arm a defensive end or an outside linebacker and still make a play with his other hand. Right. And so that's what the beauty of it was, and that's why you know we never suffered. I think tonight's even bit you know really big because a win tonight secures that you don't have a losing season. Yeah, because he's the only what quarterback that has never had a losing season. Yeah, yeah. So he wow. will have gone all the, all those years and never eighteen years. Pittsburgh, you've never had a losing season if he wins tonight. Or I should say when he wins tonight. I'm going to speak it into existence. I, like I don't that. care. There we go. Yeah, we're going to be 8-7-1 and one after this like tonight. That. And so that will secure not only his legacy, but also Tomlin's legacy of not having a losing season. Because even the great Bill Belichick has had a losing season. Absolutely. Even so, the great Bill Cower yeah, has had a Bill couple Cowher, losing yeah. seasons. So, that, so that's something special that, that can go down in lore as well. So that's why I'm excited about tonight all right well we want we're excited we'll, we'll be looking for your calls 412-919-1316 uh for wolf myself max himself and jacob the ninja we'll be back after this this is in the locker room with wolf and starks Presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. So, what were you thinking as you watched A.B. pulling off his shoulder pads, his jersey, uh, throwing stuff up in the crowd, waving? T-shirts. I I just I couldn't believe what I was watching. I mean, uh, it was like I was really sitting there going, well, really, this is happening? Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those things where you have to say that, you know, mental health challenges are real. Yeah. Because um, I can't imagine something being said that was so off-putting that would result in that knowing what's at stake. Um, you got a million reasons to hang out. A million reasons. I mean, three, three stats that would have given you... Th- Three hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred thirty-three dollars. Uh, had a couple of catches. Does that all add up to a million? Yeah, three okay. of them do. All yeah, right, or nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. Okay. I think they would have given him the dollar. Okay, I just, just guessing. Just, sure. just guessing. 
Um, but you know, you know, the outburst, Mike Evans tried to tried to talk to him. He was inconsolable at that point. And then to have that type of outburst, something there needs to be approached. And, and right. it's not even about, you know. And this is not funny we're talking about. No, 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 this isn't funny. I'm sure people have felt this type of way. But, you know, that that's that's what crisis looks like. Um, you know, and, and here's the thing. You know, I know we're in the era of fantasy football and, you know, there's a value. There's daily betting and everything else. And so we kind of dehumanize how we view professional athletes, right? Because there's a stat, there's a number attached to them. There's an algorithm. But these are still human beings. They're no different than you and I, who happen to be former ones. (laughs) But but for the general public, we still go through things. Right. There's still a lot of emotion. There's still a lot of mental things. And so, you know, the hope is, is that for an Antonio Brown, that, you know, that somebody puts their arm around him. And, and and just says, hey, it'll be okay. Hey, what do we need to do to help? And not just say yes all the time, but be able to call him out when things aren't right and understand that something is wrong, identify it, and don't villainize or demonize him for it, but ask, how can we help you get better? Because that was a mental break. I mean, you saw he went from that to going all the way outside of, of MetLife Stadium getting an Uber. Yeah. Getting How do you Uber? do that when you ain't got no wallet or nothing? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Your wallet? I mean, because first reports said that he came out and got into a police car and was driven to the airport, which proved to be false. Yes. Right? He came out and literally had to somehow come up with a car. I would imagine he had to go through the locker room because you got to get your stuff. Well, he did. He was dressed. He was dressed because he oh, had that he get, humongous oh, did, chain. Okay. Yeah, so he was dressed. He had his luggage. Okay. You know? I didn't see any pictures. Yeah, so I saw a pic, and he was calling an Uber. Okay. So, I mean, so that, that and that's the thing is that, you know, to be that distraught or that done with it, um, there has to be something there. Yeah. Um, and, and and that's the, you know, for whatever my personal feelings are towards Antonio. Right. You know, it, it's different from what, you know, I'm seeing right there because at the end of the day, I'm a brother, right? And 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 I have to understand that somebody he needs help. He's in crisis. He is in crisis, and he needs that help. And and you know, as being a former player and a part of the NFLPA, uh, our former players, there's services available. Absolutely. You know, and and they, I just need to make sure that the NFLPA reaches out <clears throat> and gets somebody over there and make sure that they talk about that because I don't want it to further compound. Because the more you isolate yourself. The worst it's going to get because you're left to the, the the conventions of your mind. Right, right now there's there's something not connecting. Not, not connecting. He's, he's bad. It's bad judgment. Tony Dungy said it best. Don't please don't aid him by signing him to another team. Yeah. Until he gets some help. Yeah. I mean that's the first and foremost thing that's got to be on your mind. Because this is his fourth time. Yeah. This is his yeah. fourth time, and you st- and he still has to deal with. The national issues of that fake COVID nineteen vaccine card—that's mm, a federal penalty. Yeah. So he still has to deal with that on top of it. So it, it's it, it's a sad situation to see that, especially when we know, you know, his time here in Pittsburgh, um, what he what he meant to this organization for Six a long of the time. Best years I've ever seen in a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, this this could completely tarnish what could have been 
something close to a Hall of Fame career. Oh, he, he, when I, I, I said this when he went six years here with six of the some of the greatest years I've ever seen from a wide receiver. His work ethic was such, and his ability to deliver in the big moments was so ginormous. I said, if this guy stays on track, this guy's a gold jacket. Yeah. He's just a gold jacket waiting to happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, wheels wheels yeah. on the bus came off. Yeah. And and like you said, what happened in in, in Oakland, yeah. you know, was just bizarre. Then you get to New England, and then you're off of New England. And then, by the grace of God, B.A. and Tom Brady take you in. Right. And, and give you an opportunity to resurrect your career. You win a Super Bowl, which is tremendous. And then in year two, you have your personal issues, which lead to that. But then the team was depending on you. Yep. And they needed a, you. They needed you because uh, you lost Chris Godwin. And so, you know, A.B. was going to be that main targeted guy opposite Mike Evans. And – and who who scored the winning touch? But the guy that replaced AB. Yeah, I mean, think about it. He only needed eight more catches for the three hundred and thirty-three thousand. Yeah. He only needed fifty-five uh, yards, uh, yards for another three hundred and thirty. And he only needed one, one touchdown, touchdown for another three hundred and thirty-three thousand. And you quit at halftime, so you had six more quarters to get that. And you don't think Tom Brady would have wanted you to hit your incentives? Oh yeah, Tom. Tom wants everybody to get paid. If if there's an opportunity, especially reward good deeds. You know, and, and that's one of the things that, you know, and I know it's not all about the money, but considering where you were, how close you were, and what everybody was depending on you for, and to just completely melt down in that type of way, that's why it has to be something more. Yeah. There has to be something up top mentally that needs to be addressed, that needs to be cared for or healed in this process. And so you hope that he gets that type of care, um, you know, and we don't hear about anything else um, until he gets the proper treatment that's necessary. But I hope the right people are talking to him and getting into his ear. You know, I know Tom is, you know, is going to be busy, but I think, you know, you have to have that conversation with Tom. Absolutely. Tom has to reach out to AB as well and have that conversation because you just, you have to be able to hear and put, emotions aside at some point sometimes things are greater than pride um but that was clearly a crisis situation no doubt about it and the one guy that says he did reach out to him was lev bell who uh you know sometimes you you question his judgment what was going on but you know at least somebody uh, was reaching out to him and look um nobody wishes ill for ab no you know despite how he left pittsburgh and everything else uh, i still remember that fantastic young man who came in the camp with a humble attitude of body, mind, and spirit, a guy who was so completely and thoroughly dominant in practice. You watch him. I mean, he was like a karate master. I remember watching him. He was doing the the hand gestures that he was going to use in trapping the defensive back's hands, you know, in a press situation. And he's doing that on the sidelines. He's, he's doing it repetition-wise, knocking off like 20 reps, 30 reps. You know what I mean? Catching how many footballs from the jugs machine I was say, after. Jugs after. I mean, he was catching 400. Yeah. I mean, you know, he took it so seriously. And such, you know, such a great – just sponge of a young man. Yes. I mean, he he was he was Heinz's shadow, right? You know, his first couple of years in the league, and he would always come and talk to all of us. 
hey, what do you think I should do better? Hey, what can I do to get better? Is there anything you got? I mean, he was just a sponge absorbing everything. He wanted to be great, and he worked his butt off to be that. And that's one of the things. Like, his focus between the white lines, unparalleled. I've never seen it before. Right. And I doubt I'll ever see it again, but it was what happens when you step across that white line Mm. and you're back into the world. Yeah. That pressure was that one. was problematic. That you know that I mean? was that was a lot of issues that, you know, I I think stem from a lot of that. I mean, you know, I don't want to sit here and and dampen it, but you know, he he had he had his own issues he had to deal with, but Certainly. but he was locked in when he came to the locker room, and that that that's 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 what you ask for in a teammate. Can I count on you when when it when when, when it's game time? Can I count on you? You know. I can't trust what you're going to do once you leave that. That's not my responsibility. Every person is a grown man unless I see something that needs to be addressed and dealt with in the moment. I won't allow, I won't turn a blind eye, but at the same time, I'm not also going searching to see, hey, what are you doing? How are you handling yourself? You have to have some decorum because you are a professional. Yes. And so, yeah, that was one of the sad parts about it. But, you you know, I hope he gets help. I hope he gets what he needs because you know you still have a whole life ahead of you. Absolutely, and he's got kids. Yeah, he's he's, he's got a bunch of young kids that that want their dad around and want to make sure that he's present, body, mind, and soul as well, just as he was his early years here in Pittsburgh with the football team. The same type of approach in his parenting. There's no no question in my mind that uh, uh, hopefully, as you said, that people are circling him and reaching out, and not people because he constantly refers to people that want something from him. You yeah. know what I mean? And, exactly. Uh, one of the things that, y- you know, you always appreciate a lot of the alumni, if you get alumni around you, you know that they're the one people basically that want nothing from the players, you know, yeah. other than other than when they renegotiate the uh, CBA and you, you know, up that pension, baby. Throw us a couple <laughs> of benefits. That's there all we're asking. That's all. There, would you? L- listen, I just want to be able to go to a hospital and not have to pay full price when I get my knee replacement. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, there you go. That's all I'm asking. You know, not not too much. You know, if I get anesthesia, I want to get the best anesthesia. Uh, you know, I would like to actually stay and recover in the hospital How long for have a day. You counted back from in the anesthesia. Uh-huh. You, ever, you know when they start gassing you, dude. I, I don't even think I've made it past ninety. Oh, no, you wouldn't get past 90. Yeah. You wouldn't even get past 95. Yeah, from 100? Yeah, if you go from 100. I, I rushed it. I rushed it. Oh, no. See, so I rushed it trying Touch to get I there. I used to have a bet uh, who, over who could stay uh, you know, conscious the longest. Yeah. And, and the doc was always, you got to tell the truth now. You yeah. Know, you got to tell well, the and truth. He's in, I mean, he's in there, so he knows if, if oh, you're yeah. sitting there. 99, You had to be able to enunciate both, uh, both numbers. Yeah, you know, you couldn't just go nine. How competitive were we? You know, you said they're going. Okay, we got, we got, we both have surgeries this yeah. off season, and yeah. we're betting lunch on this. Okay, yeah, exactly. About and if we're really going high, high test, we're betting dinner, baby. Oh yeah, you know? exactly. Because you know that that's what stakes on the table. Oh, that's that's big. Exactly. That's... Lunch is like how, how much can you really spend yeah, at lunch? You can't really. Yeah. yeah. No, but dinner, dinner's all dinner. out because there's that's wine in there. There, there's there's a cocktail or so. You know, there, there's ridiculous a lot of ridiculous steakages. Yeah, ridiculous steaks. I mean, I'll never forget the Chris Kimiatu double porterhouse oh that he ordered goodness. one time at a rookie dinner. I was like, Juicy did that. Juicy did that. 
Wow. Double I'm porterhouses. Double porterhouses. Just boom, boom, right on top of each other. I was like, there's no way. Oh, my goodness. Polished it. And he killed it. Polished it. Oh. All Legendary. Right. <laughs> Legendary. We're polishing this up. We'll be back after this more. We got Wolf Starts and the Ninjas in the locker room. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. So if you take a look at what's going to happen tonight, it's going to be this meat wheel constantly turning over of run the ball, play action, and then misdirection. (laughs) I mean... That's what you're going to see from the Brownies. I mean, they're going to do it over and over and over again, are they not, Max? Yeah, Yes, they are. And, in fact, you know, one of the things that I see is that, you know, they still have that propensity to want to pass so much. You Can know, you figure why they did that? I mean, think about it in Green Bay. Oh. You know, I, I okay, maybe they, well, you, you get behind, okay, I can, but still, they're shredding the pack. Well, yeah, the last time game. they only handed the ball off to Chubb twenty three times. Yeah, uh, against the Steelers last time. Yeah, and and, and it's just it, it's amazing to me how many times you wanted to force Baker to be the guy. Baker's not the guy. No, he's not the guy. I don't know how many times to tell you, he's not the guy. Nick Chubb is your guy. If you're yeah. looking for a guy in the backfield that hey, here's who we want to hang the franchise on, it, it, it's Chubb. It, it's Nick Chubb. I'm just, I'm just going to be honest with you. And the offensive line is built to run the football and play action. But run the football is first. That's what sets up your play action. And they want to play action to set up the run. And it's like, no, that's not how it goes. And then when you get behind, you're like, oh, we're just going to pass it like crazy. No. that's not. Right. That, which I hope they don't find Nick Chubb tonight. I hope they forget, hope, like hope, you said. Yeah, they... I hope they forget that he exists. Yep. Except for in complete desperation. But it's still it's very puzzling to say the least. It is. It really is because you look at these guys, especially when you consider we've got some issues going on inside linebacker now, because Joe yeah. Schobert has been ruled out. Devin Bush, at least as far as I know right now, is still on the COVID list. So you're talking about Robert Spillane. You're talking about UG three. You're Buddy talking Johnson. Well, he's out. Oh, he's out, too. He's, he's, oh, he's been ruled out. The foot's out. Oh, the, oh right. wow. Okay. Yeah, he's got the foot. And uh, there's one more one more guy. Who am I thinking of? Oh, um, Marcus Allen. Yeah. Marcus Allen. You know what? And so you've got, between those three guys, this is this is going to be a rough night. I mean, what are you going to play defensively speaking? You know, I'm almost, you're almost in the frame of mind. I'm thinking, you know. They should pull out the old bear, 46, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I mean, something like that where you can really put some pressure on them. And... But you don't have depth. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great idea, Don't give me the details. Yeah. I just thought yeah, it's a great ex- idea. Exactly. Exactly. Don't let the truth get in, get in the way of a great story. Absolutely. Never, <laughs> yeah. never let facts stand in the way of a good story. Yeah. That's what I believe. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would love to see a 46. I'd even love to see a 44 defense. But that that's also been the issue, right, this year, has been depth. Yeah. We have not had the requisite depth necessary Since to be Tyson successful. Tyson and Stefan went down. I mean, <clears throat> Absolutely. I pulled the thread on the whole running game, uh, yeah. defense running game. I mean. Yeah, it, it, and it hurts you, and then, you know, you lose a Jameer Jones, right? Right. <laughs> After you bring him up, 
and then you're 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 just trying to gather guys. Well, they did get to gray scales. Remember, he was back in training camp a year yeah. ago, I think it was, and there or I can't remember whether he got released this year or whatever. But anyhow, last year, they, yeah. My, yeah. you know, just to, uh, just uh, you know, cheese slipped off the cracker on this no, no, no. Well, no, yeah, listen, COVID. Blame it on COVID. Yeah, it's just COVID. Yeah, co- 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 COVID has it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but I think, but you know, yeah, you do. But it's it's like it, it's tough when you're trying to amass guys. Now, I will say this: I was happy we got Montrevious Adams when we did, right? Because I felt like he did some things to to shore it up yes. on short notice, right? Yes, show up short. and show out. Yeah, and that's what he did. Also, Leglue coming in, Le showing did. up, and showing out. Good. So point. I mean, we found some great glue guys for the future, but. Help us because the front line guys, your starters, you can't. We force the maturation process of Isaiah Loudermilk. And either we exposed or we hurt Isaiah Bugs and Carlos Davis. I'm not sure how to right. put that yeah. because of that. But I mean, you, you found some great things, but you also know that there's a lot more that's necessary if we want to be successful. We have a lot of work to do uh, this offseason. Well, there's no question in my mind. One of the things that I thought benefited the Steelers so much. The last time they did a lot of man blocking. They had Kevin Dotson. Kevin Dotson is built for a, you know, power he's, blocking. He's team. not an outside zone guy. No, he's not an outside zone guy. He His lateral not. movement isn't that good. Um, Those are is, for tweener weight guys. Yeah, exactly. Get yeah. him running. Get the Buffaloes running. But the, Kevin Dotson's a guy that can come off and smaculate you and take a guy off the ball. Yeah, you know, give him north and south. Give him uh, an address. You know, let's take him five yards back. You know, on the yeah. on the white stripe there, you're, you're good. He's good, but when yeah. when you when you going that take this west, area, yeah, take this area. Just just step left and go on an imaginary diagonal. How much <laughs> did you did you get any block zone blocking stuff? Oh yeah, because we we were just a trapping scheme. You no, know? no, I mean we did with Wiz. We we had we had inside outside zone. Okay, we had split belly. We had uh, we had some uh, weak side uh, reach plays. And tosses. So I mean, we did have some we stuff. Did tosses and yeah, yeah we. I mean, we had some stre- some yeah. stretching stuff. But I mean, you know, double was the bread and butter. Yeah, double counter. A lot of our outside toss plays, um, truck, taxi, were also our bread and butter. Uh, but but we're also a pretty good uh, zone and draw. I mean, I mean, uh, screen and draw team too. I used to love. I used to love pencil. Oh, oh, sprint draw. Sprint draw. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That was my favorite. I was like, this is my moment. Club them up the field. Oh, I used to destroy dudes. Come on. Come I, on. It's like, no, 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 no. I got wham. <laughs> and then you just, and then you just the club the guy. Explodes. Boom. Exactly. And then you just climb and you just pick things off as you see them. I mean, it was one of my favorite. I used to love when they called 40. Max, we're running 43 sprint. <laughs> yes. Yes. I can't wait. That and then the Heath screens. I love Heath screens. The other thing we used to run too was the, the forty series, and forty series was like a three step cut, you know. Oh, okay. So you know, see, forty series was our draws. Okay, and so, we, yeah. we would go punch, punch, cut. That's what you do. You, you you punch a couple times up high, and then you cut low. Ooh, you know what I mean? Just because okay. you couldn't do that back then. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you you know you. It's, uh, it was a nice way to take the six eight guys down to for us six one guys. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean we we got those on nineties. 90s oh, okay. for us were the uh, were the three strap drops along the side. So you just one step cut oh, on the edge. That's that's easy pass pro. Yeah. It, oh, I used to love. Yeah, you yeah. said 90s. What? Give give me 90s all day. <laughs>
Yeah, so I mean, so yeah, so it was fifty and up was was passing, mm-hmm. forty and below was runs. Yeah, that's how our that's code words work. Very similar, not to the same extent, but very similar. Yeah, similar but different. Yeah, we. The big, <laughs> yeah, you had code words and stuff like that. We never had anything other than like toss thirty two trap, you know, flow thirty six p thirty p thirty eight go, you know, toss twenty eight crack, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Um, everything always had a hole, you know, which now yeah. they don't really because it's... Yeah, they don't use the hole yeah. system anymore. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things, nuance. As it, you try to get more creative or teams are starting to did a beat on you, so you try and outthink the, the opponent uh, with your with your verbiage. Outthink. Yeah, with, with your, your verbiage. Yes. All right, we got to go to the phones. We're going to bring in uh, CR and Juan, I believe. Hello, fellas. You there? Hey, what's going on, guys? See y'all. Still the next to Chicago. Am I buddy? Juan and Carolina Connection. Hello, fellas. Hey, guys. We, hey, we appreciate you guys, man. I uh, want to say Happy New Year to both of you. We appreciate uh, your uh, insight and, and your um, what you bring to the table. Uh, bringing up uh, what's going on here, seven calls last week, 2.3 calls per day, 267 calls on air, and still counting. Um uh, Juan, what you got? Hey, happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year, Happy brother. New Year, Juan. Hey, so um, I want to piggyback on uh, what you guys were talking about, ABA, the guy, I think. I, like, I keep telling everybody, ever since that hit, when he got hit from um, Burford, he never been the same. So I think he just cost himself a Hall of Fame jacket, too. I, You know, I, I, I can't say it's that simple. You know yeah, what I mean? I wish it um, was. Uh, there's some issues from before uh, that that existed. I think uh, again, I go back to Tony Dungy, who I respect so very much, a godly man who loves the guys, the players, was a great coach, Hall of Famer, all those things. Who just said, "Please don't anybody sign him. Let's get him help. Let's just get help. Yeah, don't you know? And you can sign him after he gets some help, but he's con- really concerned about him." Yeah. All right. So let's get to the game. All right. So. I'm rocking my seven right now. I got my seven jersey on. I'm ready for tonight. Yeah, and we just gotta we go. win. We gotta win. We gotta win again for seven because it might be the last time we walk out that hot Heinz Field. So we got to get the game for him. And also, I think there shouldn't be no empty seats at Heinz Field tonight. What you guys got to say? I would agree with you perfectly. Absolutely. You know? Because this could be a game like everyone's going like Woodstock going, I was there, man. Dude, I was there. You know? Yeah, exactly. There, Dude, there, there's like five you had to have been like, there. Yeah. The mud was amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, you know what? You got to be there. This and could be the last. Well, it is probably most uh, – you know the last ride of ben definitely maybe at Heinz. Yeah, definitely, definitely. maybe. I mean, you, you keep, I keep hedging <laughs> when I say yeah, that. Exactly. I mean, because you, you don't want to admit it, and then also Ben did not give you finality as well. Right. But uh, you know, I will say this: when Heinz Field is rocking tonight, don't come a knocking. Yeah. Don't, don't wish that you were there. <laughs> show up, show out. If not, watch it on TV and just pretend you were there. Because after twenty years, you can say that you were there. Because. It gets bigger and bigger. There was a hundred thousand people at his final game. You you can do it at that point. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it, it yeah. should be a tremendous moment. I, I I'm ecstatic that I'm a part of the broadcast team yeah. and that I have the opportunity to be here, uh, for that moment. That's my classmate, my locker mate, my whole say, career. You're gonna be right down there with him, man. I'm gonna be right there on the field. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'm gonna have some emotions while I'm on air. But yeah. you know, hey, it, it's natural. It Make it natural. cry. Make yeah. it cry. It's okay. <laughs> 
It There's is okay. no crying in football. It's only crying on the sidelines <laughs> of football. Hey, hey, hey Will. Yes. Um, I was going to talk to you about last Thursday. Uh, the, that silent listening system was UGLY, and I'm so glad it's been replaced. Uh, Max, I yep. was uh, reporting live from Manassas, VA, uh, a.k.a. the first battle of Bull Run, a.k.a. the first uh, ma- major land battle of the American Civil War, 21 July, 1861, a victory for the Confederacy, led by uh, General Irving McDowell, an 1838 grad of West Point, and it was a, a terrible and disorganizing retreat for the Union Army. You know anything about that? Uh, in Manesson? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the only thing I know, I did not know that. I did not know that. That That's great history well, right there. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, Manesson's also the place that high school I had my worst ever Steelers basketball game. Mm. So every time I hear Manesson, it, it it gives me a little chill. I have like PTSD from from not scoring any points oh, when I felt man. pretty good. So that's that's poor. Yeah, the, the one game that my wife then girlfriend did come and watch me play because like, oh, you play in these Steelers yeah. games? Yeah, yeah, charity games. Yeah, no, it was the worst one ever. She never came to another <laughs> one. So Manesson, but that's but yeah, interesting I, history. I will say this: Kyle Jacob Wolfley. Uh, graduated from West Point in 2009, my friend. There we go. So there you go. Oh, yeah. 1838 to 2009, that's a big thing. That's a lot uh, of as years. Far as the, the, you tell me about it. As far as the game is concerned, um, hey, this is Big Ben's last game. Uh, everybody should show up and show out. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we got two games to worry about. That's the game tonight and the game coming up next week. Uh, that's it. Uh, everybody – and their brother should be there regardless of how you feel about Ben, what you think. For all of you youngsters, um, you know, Ben is the only person that you know, 18 years. But for some of us, like, well, I go back to somebody named Jefferson Street, Joe Gillum. So if you guys don't know who he is, you need to find uh, out no. who he oh, yeah. is and bring him forward. Okay. What we you gotta, got, guys? We got to go, fellas. Yeah. Down in to the it. meantime, in the meantime, in the between time. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Thank you, Cedar and Juan. There you Thanks, go. I like fellas. that. Now we got sound effects. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. The show's growing. It uh, is. Oh, my friend. Here we go. It's the countdown to the Kings' last ride into the castle. Hey, the Steelers haven't scored a first-half touchdown in five games. I think they break that streak tonight. It's got to happen. It's, it's got to happen. happen. Hey, Tomlin, 5-0 and in regular season home finales against the Browns. I love it. Let's move it to six. 12 and 2 overall in regular season home finales. Ooh. So we got some stats on the line. Want to throw that with you? Let that nugget just populate in just your mind. Per- just percolate there. Just percolate a little bit. But yeah, we got a lot of good things. Look, and also another non losing season is on the line tonight. And it's the end end of an era. End, end know, of, I an mean, end 18 of great era. years in this stadium. In this town, so I'm getting sad already. Hey, man. hey, 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 hey! There's hey. no crying in pregame football <laughs> or in sports talk. <laughs> yeah, sports talk. <laughs> exactly. How much time we got left, Jacob? Oh, we got to wind it up. He gave us a big windup, Max. Exactly. I'm so glad you're in town. Great. We'll uh, do this again tonight. Yeah, we'll do it tonight and then tomorrow. Sounds good. <laughs> right. All right. See you, everybody.